This is What a Weird Week 3.9 for November 12th. French fry vodka and hot dog trees. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird, weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thanks for coming back to What a Weird Week. This is the top 10 countdown of weird stories from the news. You can get podcast stuff and all our show notes. No. All the pictures. Everything we talk about is in the show notes if you click the link. That's what I'm... You know what I... Let's go. Let's just go. We're not taking it out, you guys. Let's just go. Arby's vodka that tastes like their french fries. What a wonderful way to kick things off this week. A publicity stunt that can get you intoxicated. I'm pretty sure it's a publicity stunt. Hey, you guys? I mean, it's it's real. It is a real thing available for a limited time in the USA. It's 80-proof vodka inspired by... Arby's French fries, which are delicious. So are they going after the French fry enthusiasts? Like that would be me. I love Arby's French fries are delicious, right? And uh, I love French fries in general. Are they trying to get me into the sauce? Because I am currently on the wagon. Nice try, Arby's. Or are they going for vodka connoisseurs? It can't be that because it sounds kind of gross. Two things separately you uh, that you may enjoy, but bring them together. I don't know if that makes it a better thing. French fries and vodka. <laughs> Lady runs marathon in personal best time, but listen to this strategy, you guys. It is a little gross. So fair warning, just a tiny little bit gross. It happens to everybody, though. This seasoned marathon running uh, marathoner. This seasoned marathoner running in her 30-something marathon developed stomach problems. Now, this is a lady uh, who was just featured in an article and apparently is kind of a uh, unorthodox runner in that she doesn't show up early to um, marathons. She will eat whatever she wants. She doesn't follow the advice of people who say your pre-run meal should be whatever. She kind of does whatever she wants to. And so she's run 30-some marathons this way. Well, it had to happen at some point. She developed stomach problems at this uh, the Philadelphia Marathon, um, and she had to stop nine times at porta-potties along the route. But she set her personal best time. She set a personal best, you guys. Her strategy was to run as fast as she could to the next porta-potty. Seriously. So, you know, so she'd have time to use the porta potty. She ended up with her personal best. So, if you're a runner looking for a way to shave some time off your race, maybe treat it like you're running for the porta potty. Again, Philadelphia Marathon a while ago, but Deidre, the lady is Deidre Keen. She was just featured in an article from Insider the other day. She's also been featured on Humans of New York. Quite an inspiring story, actually. What people do with their dishwasher is surprising. A new survey came out the other day about dishwashers. 60% of people use their dishwasher to wash their dishes. So, right, yes, all is okay with the world. But 60%, what about the the other 40% of dishwasher owners? Well, a big chunk of people surveyed use their dishwasher for... Storage is a fairly common one. Uh, store things, hide things in the dishwasher. Companies coming, everything goes in the dishwasher. Cooking things is also a legit answer in this survey. People have cooked things in their dishwasher. Lasagna and poached salmon are two dishes you may want to try 
cooking with your dishwasher. We linked back to the lasagna recipe. It is like for real, you can do that. It's a little bit bonkers though. Lasagna, it's so much work already. What if you mess it up and it's, well, I guess if you mess it up and it's in your dishwasher anyway, you're just running that thing through another cycle. Here's what's going in the National Toy Hall of Fame this year. American Girl Dolls, The Board Game Risk, and Sand. Sand from the beach, from the sandbox. It's a bit of a slippery slope the Toy Hall of Fame is going down to include sand as one of their greatest toys of all time. It's my personal opinion. Sand can be fun, of course. If there are no rules about what constitutes a greatest toy of all time and they're throwing whatever they want in that uh, museum, you're going to end up with a museum full of sharp sticks. Anything you've played with as a kid it could get nominated now. Sharp Sticks is going to end up in the National Toy Hall of Fame. That's my prediction. They're going to have to... First of all, you're going to need a bigger museum. If everything we've ever played with, glass, you know, they're going to need a whole other wing to that museum. And it's going to have to be bubble-wrapped because you could get hurt in that museum. Children, don't play with glass. You're going to have to bubble wrap it. And then bubble wrap is pretty fun too. So you're going to have to have a, you're going to also have to add bubble wrap as one of your, oh, it's a, it's a quite a rabbit hole. The National Toy Museum has gone down. Six. Little kids think there are hot dog trees. And isn't that a wonderful idea of like, if you could think of a world where there are hot dog trees, that seems to me like not some sort of scary world to live in. That seems like a happy place. According to this new study, over one-third of American kids aged four to seven think that cheese, bacon, nugs, hamburgers, and hot dogs come from plants. But they don't think everything comes from plants, so don't worry. They do think that French fries come from some sort of animal, so there's that. Just before five. What do you think French fries, would they be a land-based animal or something we fished from the sea? Let's put a pin in that one and come back to that idea later. My garbage can blows into the street on garbage day sometimes. My nice neighbor brings it back for me. That's not our number five story. I just wanted to thank Jacoby, uh, my neighbor uh, Jacoby, for doing that. The number five story is about a garbage can that belonged to the city of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which got away from them, and it ended up in their neighbor's yard. If their neighbor was Ireland, how'd I do on that setup? Was that suspenseful? (laughs) So... A city of Myrtle Beach garbage can washed into the ocean and ended up in Ireland. And that made the news this past week. It's a wonderful teachable moment about being good stewards of the earth. But also, if you read the comments, my favorite comment is from at Devoted Kitty Cat who says, Even the trash cans want to leave Myrtle. Even the trash cans. In Portugal, it has become illegal for your boss to text you after work hours. The story got a lot of attention this week because I guess it's a problem there, is it? Something they say it's like a groundbreaking uh, ruling uh, from the courts. Your boss could get in trouble for contacting you outside of regular hours. You know it's never good news when your boss texts you after hours. It's always like, uh, we need you to come in, cover a shift, or... We just found your work diary, and it's very disturbing. The things you wrote, we are going to need you to come in. Work diary? Nobody? No, you know, the the diary you keep hidden at work that you write all the the people who've 
crossed you at work and your enemies. It's basically an enemy list. And then some fan fiction about what happens to them. Nobody, no, no one else has the work diary. Okay. Neither do I, I mean. I don't want to lose my all audiences rating here, but... All right, heads up. We're going ahead with the Demi Lovato story. Nothing too wild. It's just a business venture, but I'm uncomfortable talking about it because I am very buttoned down. It got some attention this week when the story came out that Demi Lovato has a new product on the market called the Demi Wand, which sounds like a vacuum cleaner attachment. And then I read on, and it's not. Nothing too crazy. The Demi Wand is a, you know, $79 grown-up happy fun time device. That's what it is. 79 bucks. If you trust Demi's judgment on on pleasure, what what constitutes pleasure, this could be the product for you if you'd like to support Demi Lovato's latest uh, business venture. Moving on! Oh, good. More Christmas weird. I like it when, you know, we're heading into the holiday season now. We have the, the Christmas weird stories. The judge in Georgia... The judge in Georgia says Elf on the Shelf is banned in his county. So if you have kids who want Elf on the Shelf, but you don't want Elf on the Shelf, maybe the Elf on the Shelf stares into your soul and it's uncomfortable for you. This judge has put the law on your side. Is this a war on Christmas? Is it a war on elves? Is it a war on shelves? I mean, we got to dig deeper into the story, but maybe not now. (laughs) The feel-good story of the week. Seriously, you guys, 40% of Americans surveyed this news study. Going up or down one flight of stairs makes them realize how out of shape they are. 40%. So if you're winded after one flight of stairs, you are not alone. We are not alone, you guys. If you feel great after a flight of stairs, you are exceptional. So this is a win-win feel-good story for all of us. Survey has a bunch more workout-related stuff, but let's just end on that happy note and go down a flight of stairs right now. Let's, let's do it, you guys. Let's go. Maybe half a flight. Look, if you want to click the show notes, you can get back to our website, how to subscribe to the podcast, stream the podcast, upvote, downvote, sidevote, can get all that from the show notes and thank you for supporting what a weird week and by supporting i don't mean financially so don't panic have a weird week